What's going on this morning, y'all? Welcome to Follow Leader Fast, Fast, Fast Podcast here. We'll just do something quick. You know, I just want to address my fans on early signing day. Everybody's excited. Parents excited. Everybody ready, amped up, turned up, ready for the excitement that is signing day. Now, let's get right to it. First things first. Noah Kane. I'm going to say it again. I was on Crystal Ball, you know, of course, you know, and had my privileges <laughs> taken away. And this, this is how that went down. Everybody want to know how that went down. It was one follower came up. And I guess, you know, people talking in the streets about me. Talking in the streets. I'm pretty sure whoever told you that told you to shut up. Because <laughs> don't nobody want that getting out. Like, that's all business. That's all, you know, um business and decision they decided to make on a classy business level for a person to come out there and say it you made them you made that person look messy and it's gonna leak out i mean because i'm not gonna know who talked to who but everybody who knows now he's a guy that's just a street gossiper whoever made that call or however that transpired now you're all in the chain of talk now it's crazy but anyway what happened was, you know, as soon as I got on Crystal Ball, you know what I mean, excited, you know me, I'm a decision maker. I love to make those decisions. I, I, I look at recruits, football and basketball. I'm probably, no doubt, I'm probably one of the only, I can't even know anybody else that's, that, that does football and basketball extensively as hard as I do. I don't see it. I see the major guy, like even Evan Daniels not doing football and basketball. Um, uh, Steve Woodafone not doing football and basketball. So I'm just looking at the main guys, you know, Zags. I you know Corey Evans, got Eric Bossy, guys like that are not doing both. I don't see any of them doing both. So me, I go extremely hard and harder than anybody in the analyst field. You know, I I, I go at both crafts. That's probably why I can't, you know, lock down just one because I'm looking at both. I love sports too much. But anyway, um a certain guy hit me up. I won't explain his name, you know, to keep it, you know, funky, keep it classy. And he was like, Yo, man, people hit me up talking about you making all these uh, predictions and they saying you can't know these predictions. And, uh, and and the one example he put was, for example, Noah Kane. Everybody knows he's going to uh, Texas or LSU. And you pick uh, Penn State. At the same time, around that time, I had picked Michael Johnson Jr. and John Dunmore to go to uh, Penn State before anybody picked him. Anybody went on the, I mean, listen, I do my homework and I make my, I make my decisions. You know, I'm not right. I'm just majority of the time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then one guy, the follower guy, he brings up my percentages before I, uh, uh, uh my percentage in crystal ball. I never had a chance to make any changes. I never had a chance to, uh, do any of that on crystal ball, not on crystal ball. I made all my changes, you know, NFL draft room. You can go look at my football predictions. They're there right now. Um, in, um, stock rises. I do my basketball predictions, which I, you know, I'm, I'm a little back on today. I will be doing 
stock riser predictions. I will be doing that for basketball. And I will be on my NFL draft room predictions also for football. You know, signing period was really exciting. But anyway, Noah Kane was one of the main guys he brought up. Like, man, it can't be that. Now, like I t- all the guys I mentioned have signed, went to Penn State. I've had some guys like Mozzie Smith who didn't commit. You know what I mean? Um, I, I chose Jock, Jock K. Moore. He didn't commit. I mean, it's been some guys. It's been some guys. And there's guys that people didn't know that I quit on. Because I wasn't on Crystal Ball no more. See, on Crystal Ball, I just made it an effort to any decision I make, I'm going to put on the Crystal Ball. Because that's what you do. Because I mean, if you're thinking that, but... Without Crystal Ball, you don't know what I'm thinking. Me, I can go weeks and weeks, and I can be like, all right, I'm not going to, this, this guy's not here no more. You don't know that because I'm not on Crystal Ball. Only time you see me make the predictions if I put an article out. Crystal Ball, all you got to do is make one little click, click. <laughs> you go in there, you tell them what, what player, what team, and you, you click on the player. Crystal Ball is simple. You click on there, click on the team for the player, and that's it. You can go in there and change anytime you want. You dig what I'm saying? Um, that's what that was for. But after that, man, you never knew nothing. I had been, people come up, oh, man, you said this guy. I claimed certain guys because I kept certain guys at locks. But so a lot of guys, I, I definitely was like, no, it's, no, he's not going to pin. No, he's not. He's not. I already knew that. You're never going to know my picks now unless I, and then some picks I just choose to broadcast. I had had guys as locks weeks ago, and I'm just like, let me put it on Twitter. You never know that at all. So there's nothing you can depict unless I do it on crystal ball and it gets recorded. You think what I'm saying? And then when I'm locked out, when I'm, my privileges are gone, I can't go back in there and change it. So everything you see, he, he putting up the percentages, everything you see is not even valid. Nothing. I couldn't go back in there and change it like everybody else do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can't put me on that. Now, how I recorded it, because I, I take it a habit of recording my people who I think is going to be there and is going to be recorded. Yeah, no doubt. I'm 80%. I was 83%. So cats can rock out, man. They can do whatever they want, man. They can do whatever they want. And what gives you the proof, I told people I made over, I made over like 40 predictions between basketball and football. Between basketball and football. So you see how many predictions was made before I rolled. Never got a chance to go back and change one. Never got a chance to go. Nah, I never got a chance. So people are talking crazy. I mean, this man put up a, a, a my, my record as a crystal ball predictor. They don't even have my face on there. They got leader 903. They don't even have Lita Johnson on their VU Sports, what they had before. I mean, this guy, I mean, this is one guy, he's a, a Penn State fan. He is just the most dumbest. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. But, you know, I, I just, it, people just look stupid. Anyway, all right, now let's go. Penn State, I, I like their class, man. I mean, with Noah Kane, that really rounds out a lot. Penn State won against Duke Kane yesterday. Shout out, um, Lamar Stevens, 25 points, 10 rebounds, um, 15 points for Rossier, 12 points for Miles Dredd, them boys is ballers. Um, it's going to be good to see Devin Ford, who I had an interview with, phillysports.com. It's going to be good to see Devin Ford and Noah Kane together in the backfield. That's Thunder and Lightning, clearly. Noah Kane is just a faster, he's just a more powerful back. 
Devin Ford more all around. I think Devin Ford is better, but Noah Kane is a good. I mean, he's gonna be an all conference back. He could be in the NFL. He's a he's a power guy, power runner. He almost reminds me of Kareem Hunt, you know a little. You know what I mean? So um, that's just great. Um, you know, Dunmore, Roberson, Johnson, all the guys that that committed signed it. They signed it. So it's a lot to be. And then you're talking about who's who's my locks. I put it on Twitter. Smith Velbert, I, it's a lock, man. It's just too, it's too done. Nobody has a chance. You look at the four and all that. I just don't think nobody has a chance. I think Penn State clearly after Zach Harrison, who I picked to go to Penn State, didn't go to Penn State. I said it was a 50-50 chance, but my pick was Penn State regardless of a 50-50 chance. I'm just giving you the analyst. I mean, my locks, I mean, this is a wrap. But if I'm just, you know, I'm just making a prediction, you know. You know, I, I like just like I said, Devon Ellis is 80%. But don't be surprised if, if, if he goes somewhere else. But I just feel like they're they're in the low rank. <laughs> Penn State has a majority rule over Ellis. Ellis is enjoying his recruitment. And that's what it is. And then you got Mark Anthony Richards. Listen, after Zach Harrison committed to Ohio State, look for Vilbert, look for Hunt. Them two guys are definitely going to commit. I feel like they're going to get those guys. I think those are 100% locks, you know. I went into, into you know, into the, I'm not going to go into too much because, you know, people tell me classified information about the Jared, Jared Harrison Hunt situation. And I was back and forth. It was one time I was like 80%. Then, you know, I'm like, okay, it's a lock now. You know what I mean? Because I talked to a team source, you know, a guy who's actually on the coach, coaching the team, Penn State. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, okay, well, all right. And I'm not going to tell you what was said. But, yeah, Jared Harrison Hunt, he's done data. He's a done dollar. That means it's, it's it. That's it. It's going down. Okay, now, uh, Ellis and Rich, Richards are two guys who, you know, they're, they're still deciding. I mean, this guy's, I mean, Ellis recruiting really kicked up. And Anthony Richards is, is going to be a big uh, athlete. It's going to be interesting to see where he, you know, they put him. But he's a good athlete to have. Penn State, I think, to me, even over their offense, their defense looks impressive for the future. You're talking about running backs and all that. I mean, look at the secondary and guys that are there. You got Cashel Fields. You got Donovan Johnson. Uh, Z-Mac is still there. Uh, Jabari Butler is still there. Um, you got uh, guys coming. Um, um, uh, Marquise Wilson, Tyler Randolph. Um, you got... Um, What's my guy? Humphreys left, so that kind of hurt me a lot. It did, man. It hurt me to the core. I really wanted to see him be a Penn State player. He's very impressive. I wish him all – that is a very impressive prospect. And as you can see, some – listen, I think what happened was Gary Taylor. Gary Taylor. I think Gary Taylor becoming good prolongs a lot of people's playing time. We know Sutherland is coming. We know he's coming. And then, you, like I said, you got guys like Wilson – you know, coming up, you got so many guys coming up from Penn State that are going to make some, you know, make some noise in the secondary that some people got to get the rolling. Uh, Faison Walden is gone. I kind of saw that coming. Franklin and Faison, see, when they first got recruited, it was like, where's LBU? There's no linebackers. What's going on now? You got Micah Parsons, Jesse Lucetta, Ellison Brooks. Then you got Brandon Smith coming, Lance Dixon coming. It was no way Walden was going to get no time. And I think that's what Franklin left because he looked at, you know, I talked to Franklin. And Franklin, you know, let me know. I, I don't want to put it out there because I did on Twitter and I deleted it. 
But he told me some confidential stuff. Basically, he didn't fit in there. He didn't fit in there. He didn't feel like he fit in. And he rolled out. He plays at Sam Houston now, Braylon Franklin. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but when the nut guy came out and said dude was off the team, he laughed. Franklin laughed at him. Don't make assumptions until a guy is gone, man. You're going to look stupid. Like straight up. No coach, nobody, everybody laughed at that. Nobody saw Franklin even making that move until, you know, what happened was I think that follow, which I will give you credit for, you heard something to the grapevine that he was thinking about leaving. And you automatically said it out on, I mean, you got laughed at. You know what I mean? It was all a thought process. But, hey, he made the decision. He made the clear cut decision. So, you know, it was all, you know what I mean? It was all. You know, a great, great, you know, coming out. It was all great. So, you know, you look at guys like Braylon, you look at guys like Braylon Franklin, you look at guys like Walton, you look at guys like, huh, these are talented guys. I think that they got their chance, you'll see a whole nother, you know, and I'm going to be updating more, y'all, everybody on all the transfers and, how they're doing and guys that left. Um, I talked to John Dixon. Penn State's not recruiting him. So Cornelius Johnson, he committed. That's a guy I typically was thinking like, okay, let's see how this goes. He's looking good at Penn State, but it's so 50-50, you know, because other guys, Stanford was after him, Michigan was after him, you know, and it was so 50-50, but there you go. You know, I didn't know what to say because all of a sudden a, a, a visit comes up. You know, he just came out of nowhere and he liked the visit. But I was like, man, he's just so such a late visit. Doug Nestor, same thing, such a late visit. You know, so um, there's no doubt in my mind that Penn State has a good rounded out class. And it surprised me because, like I told people, I didn't think Penn State was going to make this run. I didn't think Penn State was going to make this run. All right. Um, just a good class. Good class. Um, Brandon Smith, Devin Ford, Michael John. I mean, this is a good, it really surprises me. And shout out to Franklin for hiring Cider. The running backs coach is a game changer. You did just like Gaddis was like, he went out there and said, okay, Gaddis is gone. No problems. Come on. Let me get this guy. And now not only does he get recruits, he's seen it locked down a whole nother state. That's his state. So we're always going to be in the running for Florida people. Y'all go with the weave. If I'm a fan, there I go. Penn State football, big time. Now, I have an article coming out, fans, that I'm working on, about Michael Brown, Jones, Seth Lundy. Fans should know about that. And it's coming about the running backs. You know, you're going to hear about Devin Ford and, and Noah Kane. And I saw a recent Penn State follower put out Devin Ford, CJ Holmes. Uh, Noah Kane, Miles Sanders, Ricky Slade, but nobody put out Journey Brown. What type of disrespect is that? Why? Because he wasn't a four-star rate. He should have been a four-star. He was one of the best running backs in the country. He could do anything them guys can do. He's just as good or even better. When you see Journey Brown get out there, people going to be, oh, man, Journey Brown. This dude is good. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. This cat is going to get time. It's going to be a three-headed monster next year. CJ Hong going to get his time. But it's going to be Johnny Brown, Ricky Slade, Miles Sanders. That's it. And they're going to be hard to stop. All right. 
John Dunmore is going to add a lot to the receiving field. They're looking for another receiver to get. I don't know if they will. Jalen Curry is trending elsewhere. You know, uh, J- David Bell is so, so Purdue. If it ain't them, I think it's in the end. I think Penn State might be third because it's Purdue and you got Penn State and Indiana because Indiana offers the same thing Purdue does, the chance for David Bell to play both basketball and football. All right? Now, let's get on to Villanova. Villanova. I'm clearly on it. I'm just, you know, updating everything. Villanova. 11 commits. Listen, everybody who committed signed, this is a big sign. Jaquan Allen. What a game changing sign. <laughs> like, they got him. He's an athlete, three star. Can play. He's going to be playing receiver. I'm so glad they found And he's 6'2. Can get out a like they needed that to go with Javon Jones, to go with Dez Boykin, to go with Chenga Hodge, who I think next year gonna have a breakout year. Breakout. He got in so many guys with NFL talent. Once Villanova starts winning, you'll see guys start getting drafted. I feel. Um. This is suit. Then they got tight end. All their tight ends are productive. So you. Allen is just a great signing. You know what I mean? We're going to see what happened. I had saw something on Philly.com about Noelle Miller. I will let y'all know about Noelle Miller and, and, and that, you know, that aura of things. Um, if they get both of those guys, and Villanova gets both of those guys, that's going to be big. They need, I feel like receivers are needed. They need guys that are going to make productive production at receiver. In my opinion, as good as Elijah Trent is at the secondary, he clearly states he can play there at a high level. I just feel like put that man back at receiver. I just loved him at receiver at Thomas S. I mean, he was just so dynamic. Put him at receiver. Special things will happen. Okay, that's my last plea. All right. Um, Billy Hambrook, Jalen Howard, Jalen Goodman. I mean, this is a Another surprising class. It's just just the late signings, like guys that came out of nowhere. Like um, for them to snatch up Barley was good. It's a good good pickup for Bar- Barley. Was a good pickup. Um, Billy Hambrook was a super fine. I think he's gonna he got to be a dominant lineman. Um, I just waxed her. Now see, I had. You go VU Sports, go to VU Sports, you'll see the interview I had about his visit and everything. And all of a sudden, on early signing period, he signs. That lets you know how, how big he feels about them. CJ Presley signed. I mean, this guy, I mean, out of nowhere. Another him, Waxter, Allen, and Hambrook, just good findings. I was surprised by the I wasn't surprised by the quarterback. You know, signing. I just didn't think they was gonna get one. But boom, Connor, Connor signed. Connor Watkins is a beast. He's a beast. You you gotta look. He's a beast. I think him and Ismail is just. You just gotta be so happy to have guys like Ismail and Watkins at your quarterback. They needed that because they're doo doo at quarterback. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just not a productive unit. It's the weakest unit they got. I was I was happy when they got Nathan Fandeco. Finding Caro, if I'm saying that right, Nathan, 
the kicker and punter. He did so much talent. He can do both. And we didn't have a good kicker or punter. So that was great to get. So now you got, you know, the running backs for Jalen Jackson. Jalen Jackson, Damone Drew, Justin Covington going to be a beast next year. It's going to be hard to stop. And, you know, sitting back in the cut is going to be Barley. Now, they're looking to get another. They, they offer the, tree, the, the Trail Palmer. Okay. They offered him. Let's see if he commits. There's a lot of guys offered. Eugene Asante is gone. He just got offered for Miami. So don't think about him. He's out of here. He might be going to Miami. Virginia Tech, he was excited about them. I got them as the lean for him. Now, um, other guys, uh, TD, TD AO, he's, let me think about that one. I had to think about that one, all right? Because I think TD is a beast. But is he going to commit to the Nova? I'm going to go 60-40 right now. But at the same time, like right now, 60-40, I think he's a Nova. If I, you told me to pick right now, I pick Nova. I think he loved, he loved it. He told me about it. I talk with, I talk with him about the visit. He loved the visit. He loved the coaches. He loved the atmosphere. He loving it. All right. I had talked to uh, Elijah, you know, Jalen, all them guys. And they was like, yo, the visit was great. Boom. I mean, it's good. Jalen, all them guys was good to hit the visits. You know, so I'll let people know on Twitter what basically went down. And how, how things were said. I haven't let stuff out. I hear about so much. I'm so busy. I'm more busy now than I was a couple months ago or a day ago. I mean, it's just picking up and it's real good and blessed. Um, We'll see a lot more with this football team. Obviously, both classes, Villanova Penn State, are not done. So, that's big. Now, when we come back, we'll talk more about um the Sixers and the Eagles. And then we'll get out of here just to give you a quick. We'll be back, y'all. Follow leader. back let's talk about unbelievable sixes i'm always and brett brown said they got the best starting five in the game it's a great starting five 
I mean, people talk about Ben. He just had the second triple-double in his many games. <laughs> I mean, they say – now, I heard Anthony say he was a 6'10 Rondo, which is a good comparison. But people can't say he's – they don't mean to say he's actually Rondo. Like, Rondo wasn't as powerful – and his brute force as he was at his size at point guard. He didn't even have a great vision. He has a great vision. Rondo's one of the best passes I saw ever. Ben Simmons is that much better as a passer. Rebounder, of course. And the fact that he has the power is, is different. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, um, Ben Simmons is, is, is a different talent. For one, at 6'10", 240, there's not too many guys that are going to move like a shooting guard or a point guard. He can guard any position on the floor. Fast, quick, uh, great wingspan, boom. Now, the second guy, J.J. Reddick, that's his killer. That's it. I'm, you don't have to explain too much with him. Just let it fly. <laughs> he going, I mean, I've never saw a dude. To me, he's the best shooter I've ever seen on the Sixers. I've seen some shooters, Hersey Hawkins, Kyle Korver. Dana Barrows. I've seen some shooters, but this guy, Jesus. And um, you got um, Wilson Chandler, who I think is underrated. He just, you know, he plays his role real good. Jimmy Butler, get it down. Get... They're missing the true power forward. That's the big thing. And Joel Embiid speaks for itself. If Philly could somehow get like a Jabari Parker or, or, or Carmelo Anthony on the Sixers, Tell they're not going to trade for none of these guys. They're not going to trade for any one of them. But when the waivers, when the waiver wire hits, and one of these guys is available, I could I could see both of them taking a, a you know a, a a a discount to be with this squad, and that would be lovely. That would be so lovely. You let Wilson Chandler back up Butler, and you let Parker. Uh, either play Parker or Anthony start. That would be great. Everybody, oh no, I wouldn't answer. Anthony ain't going he ain't disrupted no locker room. New York Knicks do not say he disrupted the locker room. OKC do not say he disrupted the locker room. Houston Rockets have not said that. People, he just did not fit in. He didn't want to be in New York. He didn't fit in the scheme of things with OKC and Houston. That's just it. Here, he doesn't even have to. We don't have to. You want him. They want each OKC and Houston wanted Melo to be one of the top three guys. You don't got to be that here. There's already a big three. So he's super dangerous because you're going to forget all about him. You're going to discredit him. You're going to do this. Bring Melo to Philly. Jabari and Melo. Come on. Let's come on, man. I used to com- the crazy part. I used to compare Jabari Parker to Melo, cause he's gonna shoot it all the time. Them boys shoot. They gonna put the rock up. That's my thing for shooters. He's gonna shoot it every time Bark Parker was in Duke. He's gonna shoot it. He's gonna shoot it. And I, I really do think Chicago is is um, too much on Jabari. You know, a little crazy. So they do too much, man. All right, so we got um. They won against the Knicks, 131 to whatever they had. I just saw the one. I forgot. I think it was 108. It's crazy. They dominated. I still think more defense is in order. Um, Kevin Knox had a good game with the Knicks. Knicks got a good future ahead, man. They do. Once all those pieces start getting together with uh, Porzingis, 
things are going to be different. It's going to look like, you know, you talk about Milwaukee next year. I think the Knicks are going to be a whole different squad. If you look at how teams evolve, like Brooklyn. Nobody talk about how Brooklyn has upset people. Brooklyn has some players, man, that that's ready to play. And they're being coached real good. Um, the Eagles, of course, I never talked about the Rams. I never had an Eagle radio too hard. It's just been a lot going on, man. But I'm always going to be the people are a fan of Folly, the podcast. So I must address the fans. And the Eagles, man, surprised the hell out of me. Like, I was might like to lose. Come on, let's lose. Let's go ahead and get this top 10 pick now. Why do they have to win like that? They got me excited. Are they going to make a run? Some type of run leads to the conference championship. That'll end the season. If, if they're going to win now, since you won, since you won this game, I need a conference championship appearance at the least. At the least, all right? Um, Nick Foles, good job. Wendell Smallwood, he always come through, don't he? He them big games, don't he? Like, I mean, I, I do, do, am I overlooking Wendell Smallwood, too? Because I was like, yo, he's out. Josh and Corey, it's time. And Wendell always come in and provide a spark when he needed, when he called upon. Alshon Jeffrey, everybody talking about, oh, well, Wentz don't throw him the ball. Everything will come, man. For one, there's two things I'm going to tell y'all. Foles' experience, Wentz is not. As much as he's a superstar, he's still figuring out all the chemistry with his players still. Okay, Foles knows Alshon Jeffrey, but none of y'all said nothing when he didn't go to Ertz that much. I think both of them could have got the ball as much, but maybe Ertz was double covered. Nobody's thinking about that. How much was he covered to open it up for Alshon? All right. Defense played with all types of momentum. This is big. Now you got to go into Texas do the same thing and then go into Washington. Don't play no games. Okay. You got to win these two. And they can actually make the wild card. I thought it was just division. No, the way the wild card looked down there with Minnesota having a tie, Philly went out. Guess who got the upper hand? I'm just saying. Okay. So, and then, you know, Dallas still is Dallas. They got the Buccaneers and they got the Giants. And you say, oh, well, that's easy teams. For no, it's not. We don't know who easy for Dallas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When the Colts beat you and don't and, and blank you out, lights out. Man, Buccaneers coming in and upset you quick. And then in New York looking to take everybody out. You see Odell making the call, right? He said, we're going to upset all the playoff team. We want to stop their hopes. Well, Dallas is that team, man. Oh, man. I'm telling you now. Um, this is going to be an exciting down-to-the-wire thing in football. And um, the Eagles, I see them making some things. So, hey, yo, shout-out to everybody. 30 minutes, you know. I just want to come through and update y'all what's going on. Penn State, great job. Uh, Villanova, great job in the football early signing period. Just shows you the great coaches on both staffs. Um, Penn State basketball, boom. Shout out to Rossier Miles, my guys, Lamar Stevens, Philly. What's going on? And shout out to Seth Lundy and Michael Brown Jones. They both Penn State, Philly. Penn State making a Philly run, man. You talking about Temple and all them? Penn State getting more Philly guys on basketball than anybody. I'll let your boy. All right, listen, I'm out. Follow the leader. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Leader Johnson. I'm out. Follow the leader.